0: Good day, and welcome to the True Caller Second Quarter 2022 Earnings Conference Call. All participants will be in a listen-only mode. If you need assistance, please signal a conference specialist by pressing the star key followed by zero. After today's presentation, there will be an opportunity to ask questions. To ask a question, you may press star, then one on a touchtone phone. To withdraw your question, please press star, then two. Please note, this event is being recorded. I would now like to turn the conference over to CEO Alan Mamedi. Please go ahead.
1: Hi and welcome everyone who's listening in. I'm Alan Mamedi and I'm the CEO and the co-founder of TrueColor. With me, I have our CFO, Odd Bolin. We are very happy to announce our second, uh, our interim report for the second quarter of 2022. I will start with presenting financial and business highlights for the quarter. Uh, I will then provide an update on some of the exciting things uh, we've worked on during the quarter. Uh, Odd will uh, then walk you through our financial uh, performance in uh, more details. Finally, I will wrap up with a summary of the quarter, and then we open up for Q&A. So let's get started with highlights of the quarter. We had an outstanding quarter and closed Q2 with an average of 321 million monthly active users. It's a 15% increase year on year. Average daily active users uh, uh, grew to 255 million, an increase of 17%. This gives us an engagement of 79% of our monthly active users being active on a daily basis. Our net sales continue to grow uh, and we closed the quarter at 480 million Swedish crowns, a 100% increase compared to the same quarter in 2021. We also had a strong adjusted EBITDA of 218 million Swedish crowns and adjusted EBITDA margin of 55.5%. We continue to have a very strong cash flow with 281 million Swedish crowns in net cash from operating activities in the quarter. Uh, We're also very proud to be a profitable, high growth tech company. And we also intend to continue with that uh, with solid profitability great margins, and strong cash flows. So we continue to grow our user base across targeted regions and have achieved notable malware growth of about 50% in a number of South American markets. We're excited to maintain our position on Sensor Tower list as one of the top 20 most downloaded apps in the world for the second uh for a second consecutive quarter while we ramped up our user acquisition and intend to continue the majority of this growth in Q2 is organic which means we don't buy an ad slot to convert uh clicks to downloads these are uh majority of them are actually organic but more on this uh, on the next slide but before that also uh, we continue to see substantial growth in advertising this quarter This was uh, driven by user growth in uh, different markets, combined with improvements in ad revenue per user. Demand for true color uh, for business continues to grow, uh, and the composition of our customer base uh, demonstrates the relevance of our offerings to a wide range of industries. Notable companies onboarded as customers in the second quarter, uh, such as Google, uh, American Express, uh, and DHL Express, among uh, many others as well. We also continue to grow true for business in markets outside of India, and our customer base in South Africa, Egypt, Israel, and Malaysia also grew across different verticals. And uh, lastly, I'm proud to share that we achieved uh, an all-time high in our net promoter score in our customer surveys in India, which confirms our position as one of the most loved brands in the Indian market. So on our user base, uh, it continues to grow. Majority of our uh, user growth, as I mentioned, is uh, driven by strong organic growth, uh but we're also seeing our investments in user acquisition start to seed upcoming markets uh that are of strategic importance to us we closed q2 at an average of 321 million monthly active users which is uh, up by 42 million uh from from the same period last year or a 15% increase and uh, we saw a solid mag growth in markets like india Nigeria, Egypt, Kenya, Colombia, and so forth. But markets that showed some strong, uh, some of the strongest growth were South America overall, uh, Malaysia, Bangladesh, and South Africa. Our daily active use base uh, is also growing at a very healthy pace. We closed the quarter at an average of 255 million daily active uses, which is up by 37 million from last year or a 17% increase. We continue to see solid engagement. And in Q2, we had 79% of our monthly active users being active every day. And now over to a product. And as a product first company, we continuously invest in developing our offering to further improve the user experience. As usual, we'll uh, recap the the product offering on the next slide. So there are two main areas where we focus on from a product perspective. One is our consumer product, which is available on iPhone and Android. As mentioned, 321 million users use Truecaller every month. And we're proud to be um, the leading global platform for phone number verification. Consumers use our product in order to have a safer and more efficient uh, calling and messaging experience. It's their go-to product for their communication needs. But also, uh, the other side of this is our business product uh, that we call TrueColor for Business, uh, which allows businesses to verify through a KYC process and become verified businesses on our platform in order to increase trust in their communication with consumers, but also prevents impersonation, which is a big problem today. They can also integrate their calling and messaging, messaging experience directly into our product, so they can grow their business more efficiently through features like call, call reason, uh, and so forth. Now, uh, let's go into the highlights. Cool. So some of the highlights uh, this quarter includes improvements we made um, uh, to the consumer product, uh, but also improvements and enhancements to our AI identity and communication offering. We also further developed our ads and enterprise products. Um, and I will also be sharing some exciting things that we have in the works, uh, which includes our investments in driving a better iPhone experience as well as a better uh, subscription product. Cool, so we continue to develop our core offering in order to uh, provide users with a smarter and safer and more efficient communication experience. In the previous quarter, uh, we were excited to introduce opportunities for users to leave feedback uh, on unknown uh, numbers in, in form of comments, up and down votes and and so forth. Um, this new initiative has increased our user engagements and uh, contributed over 30 million community feedbacks. Um, uh, and we developed our uh, AI identity even further this quarter to extract intelligent, actionable insights and offer even more context to to a phone number.
2: Just one
1: second. One second. All right, cool. Sorry, we had some issues there. Um, And we implemented, uh, we also upgraded our calling feedback functionality um, that made the call log uh, load up time 13 times faster than before. Um, and the, the call screen now supports over five times more call entries than before. Uh, let's see here. Sorry, we're losing some slides here. All right. So on the messaging and SMS side, we started to see strong traction from improvements rolled out in previous quarters, especially through increased engagement with our messaging products. We also introduced some new features Uh, since transactional and personal information in messages becomes more and more common. uh, Our users have asked for an extra layer of protection, uh, which is why we now have the option to set a passcode lock on their messaging tab. The passcode lock is easy to set up and supports biometric and fingerprint authentication. We've also made some changes to improve the UX for Smart SMS, which categorizes and highlights the most important messages for our users. The search experience within Smart SMS is now more intuitive, and it's now easier to find what you're looking for. We also made improvements to better accommodate coupon codes sent on SMS, an incredibly popular marketing channel used by businesses in many of our markets. Users can now easily find coupon codes and interact with them more efficiently through smart SMS. We really want to thank our users who kept feeding us with feedback and great ideas. And these are the ideas and inputs that we take into our roadmap when we develop the product uh, further. On our paid offering, we continue to work uh, to give our subscribers more value. Uh, this quarter, we launched messaging Colour ID, uh, which is a new feature uh, available to premium users on Android, which brings our ability to identify unknown um, senders to other popular messaging platforms, which extends our core capability beyond the true Color ecosystem. On our paid offering, uh, we continue to work uh, to give our subscribers more value. This quarter, we launched Messaging Caller ID, a new feature available to premium users on Android, which brings our ability to identify unknown senders to other uh, popular messaging platforms um, and so forth. All right. So on the next theme, which is adtech and to call for business, our advertising uh, business continues to grow, driven by improved access to demand, investments in ad tech and optimizations on the inventory side. Uh, we continue to improve our auction setup, which allows us to integrate even more demand partners more easily. Uh, we now offer the ability to onboard virtually any demand partner, um, irrespective of their integration preference buying type or geographical strength. Uh, We've also started to deploy more um, innovative and engagement driven ad units that drive performance for advertisers. From a data perspective we continue to invest in advanced uh, uh, analytics and machine learning uh, in order to improve our understanding of the ad engagement. This feeds into better targeting trafficking, and yield management for further optimize different aspects uh, of the ads business. And we're proud to be chosen uh, a chosen publisher for a wide range of brands across different industries, as this indicates the versatility and industry agnostic nature of our advertising platform. Next. Uh, is uh, the demand for our B2B, of course, product, true for business also continues to grow across a wide range of industries. We onboarded a number of notable companies in the second quarter, including a few global brands wanting to take advantage of our scale in India. As you see on this slide, of course, uh, demand for true business facing solution in markets beyond India, such as South Africa, Egypt, Israel, and Malaysia continue to grow as well across other uh, verticals. And uh, True Call for Business has grown at a great pace since we introduced it to the market less than two years ago. We've therefore been investing in improving our operational capabilities in order to serve such growing demand. In our previous reports, we talked about the self-serve portal that we developed for both resellers and direct sales. In the second quarter, we developed and launched even more features to our reseller portal. This gives resellers more comprehensive control and visibility over the deal management cycle. We also invested in automated market intelligence capabilities in this second quarter, enabling more efficient sales operations. On the business product itself, we continue to explore new uh, use cases and develop more value-added services in addition to the core business offering. Our reseller partnership for business messaging with Tandla was commercially launched in the second quarter. Within one month of commercial launch, the partnership has successfully delivered millions of business messages and is expected to ramp up in volume over the year. Now on to some of the exciting things we're actively working on. Uh, we've invested in completely rebuilding our offering on iPhone and is planned to be released later this year. Our team progressed significantly on revamping the iPhone app, which will deliver a brand new experience for both free, uh, free users and subscribers. The new iPhone experience will offer a refreshed look and fundamentally better user experience from end to end, including a faster and smoother search and color ID experience that we believe is much closer to what we offer on Android. The upgraded app will also provide a new premium experience on iPhone to support new plans. Some of the plans will include the TrueColor Assistant, which is fully fully integrated offering from our acquisition of CallHero. And we're very excited uh, that after only a few months of acquiring CallHero, we'll soon be ready to introduce the TrueColor Assistant to the market. TrueColor Assistant is an enhanced call screening solution for both Android and iPhone. That automatically answers calls, filter spam, and show the user what the caller wants in real time. We believe that TrueColor System will take call screening to the next level and will be a strong addition to our premium offering. The fully integrated product will be made available to premium users in select markets in the second half of this year. Now uh, over to Odd to talk about our financial performance.
3: Thank you. <clears throat> Okay, thank you, Alan. It's uh, time to look a bit uh, deeper than into the financial performance this quarter. Um, And we'll start as usual with the revenue development. Um, And uh, uh, as you can see in the report, and then I'm happy to say that it continues to be strong. Um, The revenue growth that we saw during the quarter uh, kept being driven primarily by the stronger developments we've had in advertising. Uh, which in turn is an effect of both the sustained growth in the, uh, in the user numbers in many different geographies. Um, and, but also in combination then with continued growth in revenue generating ad impressions per user. Uh, CPM prices, uh, increased by 42%, uh, compared to the second quarter last year. Prices, CPM is not something we, uh, see as a, as a key driver. It's more of an outcome of the revenue-maximizing strategy that we use, uh, but it's obviously a good sign that uh, that we see continuously continuing increase uh, continuing increase in, in prices due to more demand for our uh, for our ad space. Um, as Alan also mentioned before, uh, we saw a continued positive trend for our distance and business offering. Chukul cool for business, uh, which is growing very nicely, both when it comes to customers, uh, but also in terms of revenue. Our subscription business is also contributing in a good way again, which we're uh, very happy about. The underlying development is strong, although we have also been helped by some short-term factors positively impacting our revenue growth rate this quarter, which is uh, worth mentioning. The exchange rate has, uh, has gone our way, and the Swedish crown has kept losing value uh, versus pretty much every other currency on the planet um, and uh, in particular then INR and USD which are important factors uh, or important currencies for us. Uh, so we see a positive impact on our income and results from that. Um, we are paid as we have pointed out previously primarily in Swedish crowns and US dollars by, by partners like Google, uh, mostly Swedish crowns and to some extent US dollars uh which means we cannot quantify the actual currency exposure that we have uh precisely uh because uh we don't know exactly how they uh, manage the the revenue streams that we get from the end users uh but we estimate that the currency effects that have impacted our revenue growth rate by by slightly more than 10 percentage points this quarter versus the uh same quarter last year um it's also worth mentioning that IPL, the Indian Premier League in cricket, uh, majority of the income this year came during the second quarter, uh, whereas last year it was spread over uh, primarily the second and the third quarter due to the to the COVID situation at that time. And also, generally speaking, the COVID uh, situation last year dampened demand during the the second quarter 21, which is obviously uh, good for our growth rate uh, looking back uh, now from from the second quarter 2022. as Alan also mentioned um, our ads machinery is getting smoother and smoother uh, by the quarter uh, we have improved across the board both when it comes to improving demand competition improving supply side and doing technical enhancements uh, which we can leverage on and also having the right tools to constantly continue to improve uh, within ads, we've also helped by the IPL season that I mentioned, um, but also seen the increasing prices. Uh, the, the IPL season is uh, a boom for our demand in the Indian market during that uh, during the season, and and that uh, uh, also uh, have a positive impact on pricing. Um, it's also uh, something is worth mentioning uh, when, when we talk about these sort of seasonal or semi-seasonal effects that the Indian festivities, Diwali, last year impacted both Q3 and Q4, while this year, due to some delays, it will primarily affect Q4. Uh when looking at our subscriptions you can see that we grew our income by 21% compared to last year. Uh the largest growth is coming from iOS and from markets outside of India where we have a, a higher pricing than we have in India. Um and as Alan mentioned we will during the second half of this year launch additional features such as the tutorial assistant which we are very very happy and excited about. Uh but also the new IOS product, which uh, should further increase the growth potential in this area. Uh, True Call for Business is developing well with many large new enterprise clients. Uh, some of them pointed out uh, previously, like, like Google. Uh, we're now present in 29 countries and we continue to improve our capabilities. And we see that more and more customers um, have longer relationships with us, uh, which is a positive development. Uh, it, it clearly uh, shows the the long term demand for the services that we offer. So we continue to improve our offering and we have recently launched new price plans that are also more focused on, on a longer term relationship with our customers. Gross margin wise we saw a 3% gross margin in, increase versus the second uh, same quarter last year but it's been very stable during the last quarters as we pointed out previously um, the improvement that we have seen over the last year or so mostly comes from Growth uh, with partners that have lower fees or that are not um, uh transparent enough on their fee structure for us to uh, to book the uh, revenue gross we book the gross net and we then have a 100% gross margin on those those uh from those partners um but we have a, we have, uh, we continue to see a stable situation at the level we we have right now when we turn to costs, you have heard us talking about ramping up the growth-focused investments. Uh, we started uh, doing that at the beginning of this year. Uh, to some extent, that has been true, but the increase has been somewhat delayed compared to what we previously planned. Um, and the reason for that is that we have uh, focused on building the right team and the competence to have the capabilities internally that we needed to be able to get a good return on investment on the investments that we do in data and use acquisition. Now, shipping of preloaded devices have started uh, somewhat uh, more slowly than we anticipated. Nothing has changed in uh, in terms of volumes and and, and number of of phones that are going to be distributed eventually, but it's been a slightly slower start than we anticipated, but it will ramp up over the next quarters. Uh, This quarter, you also see employee expenses taking jump, um, which is due to some different factors. We have a larger number of uh, FTEs. We're obviously that's obvious because we're growing. We have a, had an annual salary revision in April this year. Uh, but you also see uh, increasing incentive costs. Um, as you know, we implemented our first incentive program uh, as a as a public company. It wasn't We weren't really public at that time, but we uh, we uh, started that uh, end of last summer, uh, just ahead of the IPO. That was primarily based on warrants and options. We started a new program this year, which is warrants and restricted stock units. And the restricted stock units show up in a different way in our profit and loss account. Uh, we see a cost that we need to book from an, uh, for IFRS reasons has no cash flow impact at this time and won't have any cash flow impact until at earliest 2024. When we, uh, when we have to say to pay social security fees for, for the values of the shares that are being given to our employees in Sweden at that time. Now the cost for this year's program, the RSU based program will increase going forward. Uh, the second quarter this year only included those costs during one month and, and, and obviously for future quarters, we'll see the full three month impact. Um, this cost could also be potentially be pretty volatile uh, depending on the share price development. Um, but in our reporting, we will break out costs of incentive programs to help you and, and every other investor and analyst see the development, both including and excluding the incentive programs. I, I, I understand fully well that some of you will uh, look at this, including incentive costs, some of you will be more interested in the non-incentive cost-related uh, employee costs. Looking at profitability, um, our adjusted EBITDA um, uh, more than double and the margin increased to 45.5%. If we were to exclude the, social, the incentive cost, uh, we would even have uh, we would have been very close to 47% during the quarter. Uh, as pointed out earlier, we are continuing to gradually ramp up the investments uh, in long-term growth, preloads, data and user acquisition, and branding campaigns. Obviously, the the re, the startup of or the release of the new iOS version in the US, for example, will uh, justify some some marketing campaigns. Uh, we have strengthened our teams and more expertise within these fields, and we are ready to accelerate these investments further. Uh, and taken together with increased cost for incentive programs, this is expected to have an impact on our margins going forward. Uh, but we're also uh, seeing that uh, that will enable. Uh, very good returns and growth for the longer term um, while well, you've heard me saying this before we're strong we're strongly cash generating uh we had a cash flow of 288 million free cash flow of 288 281 million swedish from operating activities this quarter uh part of that was uh, due to a decrease in uh, in working capital uh but we 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 uh, translate a very large share of our EBTA into free cash flow. We now have we now have 1.6 billion Swedish crowns in cash and, uh, and short-term investments, and we have another 500 million that we could use in our rolling credit facility if needed. We believe this is an excellent position to be in at this time. Um, there's a lot of macroeconomic uncertainty uh, around us. Uh, and we see falling valuations for tech companies that are not profitable and might have a tough time in raising capital we have a super strong financial position and uh, although we don't see any any uh, material impact on on of the macroeconomic situation on our business we stand ready to face whatever comes our way uh, and we will come out strength, uh, stronger out of of any sort of downturn in the market that uh, that might uh, might happen we also constantly scan the market for potential M&A uh, but it must also provide a really good return on investment um uh we are well we are constantly scanning the market but we uh, we uh, have only as you know made one acquisition so far and uh, we are uh very uh, careful to only uh move forward with the uh opportunities that we find will give a strong um, return to our to our shareholders. Uh, we have also been given by the AGM a uh, the board has been given a mandate to do buybacks, which is something we want to have in our toolbox in order to um, uh, use that in the future in order to manage our manage our capital structure if that turns out to be beneficial for our shareholders. Now, we continue to beat our financial targets, um, uh, strong growth and solid profitability. Uh, we have stated that earlier, but comparison figures uh, are getting tougher, um, and uh, we will increase our growth investments going forward. That said, I think the targets are still very valid and something we'll continue to strive to outperform. So with that, I'll hand back to Alan to wrap things up before we start the Q&A.
1: Thank you, Um Move to the next slide. Cool. So I'm pleased to report this quarter that our business continues to develop very positively. We continue to deliver strong financial performance in terms of growth and profitability, with growth in net sales of 100% year-on-year combined with a 45.5% adjusted EBITDA margin. Strong revenue growth with a slower increase in OPEX resulted in a very strong profit margin, exceeding our long-term financial targets. As I mentioned before, we've always been a product first company and will always be that. We invested a lot in improving our core product offering and continue to invest in the Antic platform and to call for business. Lastly, uh, we're proud to be in an incredible position with so- solid financials, strong cash flow and strong organic growth, even in a time of unser- uncertainty we will continue to take advantage of our strong position and find opportunities to continue growing. It goes without saying that none of this would be possible without our users, the great partners that we work with and the phenomenal TrueColor team across the world. Now, uh, and with that, uh, we're uh, happy to open the floor for questions.
0: We will now begin the question and answer session. To ask a question, you may press star, then one on your touchtone phone. If you are using a speakerphone, please pick up your handset before pressing the keys. If at any time your question has been addressed and you would like to withdraw your question, please press star, then two. At this time, we will pause momentarily to assemble our roster. The first question today comes from Akhil Datani with J.P. Morgan. Please go ahead.
4: Hi, good afternoon, and thanks for taking the questions. Um, I've got a few, please. Can I maybe start with your CPM um, performance this quarter, which obviously looks very strong. You're up 42% year over year. Um, Can you just talk us through what supported that CPM performance? Obviously, there are some items you're calling out, like the IPL that maybe um, has some seasonality to it, but structurally, it looks like through the whole of this year, your CPM performance has been really strong. So just some color around what's driving that and how we think about that going forward would be very helpful. So that's the first question. Um, The second question is um, a bigger picture question on macro. You said yourself that, you know, we are in um, pretty uncertain times, and there's been a lot of attention on SNAP's results yesterday and the sort of um, commentary they've given around their outlook on advertising. So I guess I'd love to understand You know, what you're seeing on macro, clearly there's nothing evident at all in these numbers. So just what you're seeing, how you think about it, and the resilience of the business going forward. And then the last question was just um, on odds comments around um, comps and um, different moving parts into H2. I guess I'd love to just understand a little bit more how you're thinking about growth. I know you don't guide quarter to quarter, but as we think about tougher comps, timing of um, Diwali and things like this, um, how should we start to think about the H2 growth performance? Thanks a lot.
3: Hi, Kiel. You're break- you were breaking up a little bit. You- I think you were referring to someone else when it comes to the ad market, uh, but we don't. We couldn't hear which company. But maybe it doesn't matter too much. Um, I can start, and let's and- and, uh, start with the macroeconomic uncertainty. We, we do see a lot of macroeconomic uncertainty, of course. We just-, we-, we just have to read the newspapers, but hasn't impacted our business at this point, and we haven't got any any uh, material signals that it will What we do see is that uh, many companies, including companies that that we have as customers are of, of course uh, uh, very carefully looking at what's happening and and, and uh, uh, you know uh, looking at their business and, and see how they want to run the business now. What we do also see is that in the markets where we have most of our exposure, including India, the, the macroeconomic situation looks a lot better than it does in, in, in the Western world. Um, and when we speak to people that are pundits within this area, they all um, tell us that they expect the market in India to keep growing at a very good rate. Uh, and so it's true also for other, many other of the major markets where, where we're active. Um, we are you know we we are we are cautious we are looking at we're keeping our, and our eyes open all the time in order to see what's happening but we don't see any any obvious signals that we will see weakening in demand for our products at this time um cpm is is uh, i think you should expect cpm to be uh, somewhat volatile because as i mentioned we are not looking at cpm as a a a, a uh, measure that we use to focus on, it comes out as a a result of of, of the activities we do in order to maximize revenue, maximize revenue per user, which includes fill rates and render rates and and, and different um, ways of uh, managing demand in a more efficient way. Uh, But obviously, we see that the uh, as demand for our our advertising services is growing over time, uh, remember that we only started um monetizing our, our, our business efficiently and, 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 uh, effectively two years ago or slightly more than two years ago. We're still in, in a, in an, a sort of a, an early stage here. And we see that, um, not least by looking at other companies that do advertising in the markets that we do, digital advertising, we see there's a, there's a considerable upside to our CPM over, over time. But, um Um, it is reasonable to expect that there will be some volatility uh, from quarter to quarter want to take it from there
1: what what was the uh, sorry Akil what what was the second question the last one the last one was the macro
3: oh I'll do that Um, uh, yes of course we, we, we started this year saying that we are entering into a period now where the uh, comparison figures from uh, 2021 are are much tougher than the ones we had in 2020 when we, when we were in 2021, um, and um, uh, we have been uh, fortunate and happy enough to to be able to deliver very good growth rates uh, for the first half of this year, and, and we don't see any. Any slowdown in in the business as such, uh, but obviously the the what we stated at the beginning of the year that the compa- comparison figures are much tougher this year still uh, still stands true. Now we had some tailwind uh, during the first half of the year. Uh, it is uh, um, quite possible that we'll have similar tailwind uh, with the currency exchange rates uh, during the second half of the year. We don't know that. Uh, And uh, we just wanted to point out that uh, you need to take these these kind of uh, effects into account.
1: Maybe if I can just add to what Od was uh, mentioning when it comes to the macro. I think another aspect to also keep in mind is the fact that, and you touched a bit on this, uh, is the fact that uh, we're still early in our development phase of our uh, revenue models compared to some of the more mature companies uh, within the tech space and ad tech space, they have many years of development in their product uh, while we are a couple of years behind, which means that we still have opportunities that we're aware of that we're grabbing every quarter by building out our platform. So that, of course, uh, uh, will help us uh, to some degree, even if market would uh, change a bit. I hope we answered your question in a second.
4: Yeah, you did. Thanks very much.
0: The next question comes from Predrag Savinovic with Carnegie Investment Bank. Please go ahead.
5: Thank you very much, operator. Hi, Alan Hyod. Um, and congrats. Uh, uh, quite strong figures today again. I'm gonna follow up with um, a few questions. Um, I mean, based on, on also what Ikeel asked, but let's start with the CPM. Um, you said that oh, it's it's been or it you know it can be volatile. Um, it was up 20% now compared to the, the quarter before. It's around 40 every year. Um, you say it's volatile, but it's been quite linear uh, you know, since you really started working on on the ad tech side. So, um, in general terms, this the normal volatility for the CPM. Any color you can give
3: on that? Uh, it's difficult. Once again, the, the the key point here is that CPM is not a, a, a core measure that we are steering towards. Uh, it comes out of a result as, as a result of of the work we do in order to maximize revenue per user. Maximize revenue can be done in different ways at different times. Uh, sometimes it's uh, it's uh, uh Beneficial for us to focus more on fill rates. Uh, sometimes pricing is is a more important factor, but we're always trying to maximize revenue per user, and, and the CPM is is an effect of that. So, um, <clears throat> but I think once again, as I said, the, the underlying trend is, uh, to us at least, clear that we will be able to have see better pricing for our for our ad services going forward because we are we are at an early stage. We're still not a, even though we are also obviously a sort of a big advertising platform in India, we're just two years into this journey and, and there's a lot more that we can do that will increase both demand and competition for, for our ad space. We should have a positive impact over time on, on the prices too. All
5: right. So, so more in-quarter volatility perhaps, but over time, over, over the years, Steady growth. And then my my second question, it's also in the macro, but let's try to put it differently. Um, So you have some core markets which have quite significant economic growth. They are quite behind when it comes to digital adoption compared to the U.S. in terms of the digital ad market. I mean, the spend on a market level is, what, 50% plus. You're early here, you're expanding your market share, and with this background plus the CPM discussion, is there really a, a reason to be concerned over the growth trajectory?
3: Uh, we are not concerned about the growth trajectory, if, you, if that's what you're asking us, but, but uh, uh, I'm just trying to give you uh, some favour on, on uh, uh, what we see in the market, uh, okay, ranging, ranging, from, ranging from currency effects to, to macroeconomic situation in, in our core markets.
5: Right, right. Um, then on the business side, you you're continuing to get some quite prestigious customer wins. You're breaking up. Uh, it would be interesting to hear more on breaking up. Let's
3: yeah, you need to repeat at last sentence. Um,
5: all right, let me. Can you hear me better now? Yes. yes. Perfect. So um, on the true part of the business side, uh, there's quite some pre- prestigious customer wins here. Uh, particularly Google is, It would be interesting to hear your take on how will they use this this product, um, in, in you know how big can this partnership become. Then, I mean, this is really really growing rapidly on a you know, year-over-year two or two basis, whichever metric one would prefer. So it would also be interesting to hear what else is in store here going forward in terms of. Know, development pipeline for this product category um you know partnership with tanla um uh, what could that imply we have noticed there's been some quite large banks that start using true color messaging as their messaging service for customer support so there's there's quite a lot of things going on here uh, so just a general flavor on on the google contract you know uh, messaging product um and then product map perhaps
1: yeah, maybe, maybe I can take this one. So I think when it comes to true call for business, we have, uh, I mean, we're, we're still, still early in this phase. Uh, but I think what the team has been able to build in a very, very short period of time is quite phenomenal. Uh, and the fact that we've been able to attract such a big brands like uh, Google, DHL, American Express says a lot about the value uh, that it provides to our enterprise customers. Um, and this, in this particular case, with Google, it's one of their departments, uh, or maybe it was two departments. Uh, but it's a great way into more of you know Google's different departments. I think what we're seeing today is just the beginning of it. Um, there are many, many opportunities, and um, I think what we've focused on uh, this half of the, the first half of this year has been building out uh, a more stable foundation in order to onboard new customers, uh, large customers, um, but at the same time trying to build out the offering. And some of these things we've done, uh, like the call me back functionality, uh, which is a way for users to say, hey, I I can't take this call right now, but you can call me in three hours. Uh, where We're seeing great adoption both from uh, the enterprise customers, but also from the consumers actually who appreciate it. Um, so let's see what happens We're very excited about the product And we believe that it adds a lot of value in the end To our consumers, uh, to our users uh, Which is the, the, the most important part um, When it comes to Tundla, uh, as Odd mentioned uh, before It's uh, been ra- ramping up now in Q2 And we're starting to see uh, volumes going up uh, this month as well so th- this is something that, you know, I think both companies will benefit and also the end consumers, actually, because we deliver these messages in a more intuitive way and a more secure way. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll have to see uh, in the second half of the year how that ramps up. But it's uh, it's looking uh, promising.
5: Okay, that was all my questions. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you, Frederick.
0: Next question comes from Jasper von Koch with Red Eye. Please go ahead.
6: Hi, guys, and congrats to the very strong quarter. Uh, so let's let's start with the uh, the sequential drop in ad impressions per per user, uh, which is after having grown this very fast in the previous quarter. So if you could just uh, explain on. What was the reason behind the, the sequential drop and what are your thoughts on increasing ad load going forward
1: well i think in the end what you should look at is revenues how much revenues are we making uh, because that's an effect of a lot of things that the ad team uh, works on every day every minute every hour basically uh, where we depending on demand depending on uh, you know the price levels and so forth we optimize for revenue growth, uh, not for CPM growth or how many ads uh, we show to our users. Of course, we know that uh, we have an opportunity to show even more ads. Um, and, and these are things that we're always elaborating on. It's more or less a science, uh, to be honest. So I think where the focus should be, should be on, on the revenue growth. But of course, it's a valid question uh, whether, you know, are we losing uh, visibility, add visibility to, towards our users, which is not the case. We've been through a period where demand has been in- incredibly high, uh, which means that, you know, we have to work with uh, yield management in a different way.
6: Uh, and so regarding your plan to to release your new iOS product towards the end of Q3, uh, if you could just elaborate on how the experience for iPhone users will change, like how close will it be to that of uh, Android? You're breaking up.
1: Sorry, you, you were saying how close and then we lost
6: you. Uh, I'll, I'll take that again. Uh, so regarding your plan to release your new iOS product towards the end of Q3, yeah. uh, if you could a- elaborate on the experience for iPhone use, uh, users, uh, how that will change, and how close it will get to that of Android.
1: Yeah, it's a good question, and and uh, we've been working really, really hard to make sure it's as much as possible on par with Android. It's never going to be 100%. Uh, but I think some of the improvements that we've done. Uh, To the client side is going to make a a noticeable difference uh, towards our users Uh, some of them are already in uh, you know a beta stage uh, where they've noticed a big difference Uh, but once we are ready to roll this out fully it will be even better than that and um, i think you know some of the the big changes will come with the assistant uh, which will be uh, to start with, launched in uh, some selected markets like U.S., India, and a few more, uh, where you will get more or less the exact experience as on Android. Um, the difference here is that calls are being routed through our uh, phone uh, cloud system, and uh, that's going to be for paying customers. Maybe I should also add okay. uh, there okay. are other improvements into the product uh, besides you know UI and UX which are more related to speed, uh, how fast the app uh, starts, how fast it uh, reacts to searches and so forth. Uh, these are actually not uh, unimportant improvements. It's actually extremely important improvements. Uh, we've been able to take down the app size. Uh, we've actually been able to have the app size. And the reason why that matter is because in Sweden, we're quite spoiled with uh, fast 4G connections and so forth. While in many parts of the world, that's not really the case. So being able to update your app much faster uh, is important. And it also helps us increase the adoption of our latest uh, versions.
6: Great. Thanks for that. Uh, And also um, there was a sequential small, small drop in the Dow to Maori ratio, mainly from India. Just wondering, is there anything fundamental behind this, or just uh, like temporary fluctuation?
1: No, not really. Uh, I think I even mentioned it in the last quarter when we were at 80%. That uh, you know it goes up and down uh, depending on number of days of the the month uh, and so forth. Uh, but it's nothing strange. I would say we'll probably be hovering somewhere between 78 and 80 uh, during the year and, and forward. That's where we've been.
6: Okay, good. So my so my last question about the uh, South America, uh where you've now reached uh, more than 5 million miles. Uh so what's the current status regarding like caller identification rate in in this re- uh, region? Uh, and also have you launched trickle the business in in any of those markets?
1: Uh I lost you a bit, but I think I got the whole question. Um We've uh, we've seen uh, really really good growth in uh, many parts of uh, South America or Latin region. Um, but I think what is even more exciting is the product market fit, how great it is, um, and uh, how big the need of something like TrueColor is in in these markets. That's why we're investing even more in these markets. Now on TrueColor for business, I think uh, so. We actually got a question sent in, which is uh, what's the user penetration uh, needed in order for uh, to call for business to be relevant in, in these markets. Um, and I think it's hard to answer that question. But, uh, and I think it's related to what you're a- asking. But what we've seen so far is that uh, obviously in markets where we have strong penetration, 40, 50 plus percent, it's an easy sell. But even in markets where we have a, a lower penetration, maybe around 20 percent, um, we've seen uh, still seen that the upsell uh it's not uh, as difficult that than might have been expected uh, actually because the business model around this is volume based so you know if we sign up uh, bhl in uh, colombia for example they only pay us when they uh, call users or customers who use true caller uh, so it incentivizes us actually to invest further in in, in those markets
6: Great. Big thanks. That's all for that, uh, me. Cool. Thank you.
0: The next question comes from John Cardiff with Susan. Please go ahead.
7: Great. Thank you. Um, just a few questions, please, again, from me. Um, firstly, I understand what Open Doors uh, does for customers or users. I'm not quite sure what open doors does for true caller um is it p r is it another source of advertising um w- what is it uh it's sort of it almost feels like uh at first it was anyway i I'd like to really understand the importance of open doors for for true caller please maybe i'll stop there
1: okay sure uh and hi john so uh hello to Just to explain to the the rest of the audience who might not uh, know what Open Door is. So it's a new product, uh, a new app actually that we launched uh, last week, uh, which is a, a more innovative and, and fun way to actually communicate with friends and friends of friends. So the way it works, I open the app, uh, I click to create uh, an, a room basically. And then everyone in my phone book who has uh, open doors installed, get a push notification saying that Alan is, uh, is now on open doors uh, ready to chat. And then all my friends can join that and we can have a good chat. Now the, the other people who join their friends who might, who I might not have in my phone, but which is friend of friends, they also get notification when they join. Uh, and then all of a sudden you have a group of uh, people having a good conversation. So it's um, it's a way to get people who know each other or friends of friends to to um, to conversate, basically. Now, we, we believe that this is a, a very interesting area of communication. And we historically we've always been uh, trying out new products, um, not only to, to learn user behavior, uh, but also to see, you know, is this a fit for true color in the future? Or is this something that we can grow independently using the TrueColor platform? And I think it's important for a company like ours um, to always be innovative. Try new things. Don't be afraid of it. It's not uh, just to to uh, be care. There are no monetization plans in place right now. So we're, we're not monetizing on this product. But on the other side, we're learning a lot about communication, which is the space we're in. Hope that makes sense.
7: Oh, um, yeah. Um, maybe a longer conversation some other time about this. But thank you. Secondly, you um, in horse. terms of <laughs> uh, yes, I can. I can get the the app. Um, the the second thing is, um, I guess what what I'm struggling with is, you said you have five million uh, users in Latin America. And you mentioned Colombia, and I just sort of Googled the population of Colombia, and it's 51 million, just Colombia. So uh, how many um, uh, sort of monthly active users do you need to have in that region in order to uh, offer people uh, successful searches for identities, verified identities attached to, to numbers, please? Sorry uh, our, our speaker is acting crazy.
1: Let's see if we can switch Okay. Here.
7: W- would you like me to repeat it Alan?
1: one second John
0: Thank you, sir okay,
7: can you hear us, John? yeah, I can thank you I, I, I'm just trying to figure out um uh, trying to, in my, in my brain, um, uh, uh, marry things like you have five million, uh, monthly active users in Latin America. You need a certain critical mass, uh, in order to, uh, uh deliver successful searches for verified identities attached to phone numbers. Yep. And only, only Colombia uh, uh, has a population of about um, 51 million and I assume most of them have phones as well so yep. could you help me square these things in my head Yeah. so uh,
1: Colombia is um, the largest uh, market for us right now in LATAM um, but the the hit rates and the data coverage is not based on the number of mouths we have today it's based on how many users we've gained um, since we started the, the product or the company basically because every user helps us improve and then they might churn. So in the early phase, um, you know, we churn users much faster uh, because the data might be poor. But then over time, users stay a bit longer. And then uh, later on, we can see that uh, users who churned in the past are now coming back because the experience is much better. And I would say in a market like Colombia, uh, since you mentioned it, um, we uh, we have definitely past the threshold in terms of uh, great data quality. That's why we're going more aggressive in this market. So we've been seeding this market for a long time. uh, And now is a good time to make these investments because we know that those who we get on board will be very happy with with that experience. So we're we're in that growth stage, I would say.
7: Great. Thank you. And very lastly, um, I think it was the last quarter of the quarter before you threw this uh, at us uh, this interesting stats about the number of smartphone uh, users in India are likely to double over the next uh, four or five years. Um, do, do, do you have any sort of uh, similar type of stats for other main markets, please, for Truecaller? Um,
1: nothing on top of my head, uh, but uh, one market I'd, I would definitely recommend you to look at is Nigeria. Uh, you know you have 200 million people uh, and more but a uh, very small smartphone population uh, which is growing uh, as i mentioned in the, in the previous quarter um, it, it's growing faster and uh, the african region is one of the fastest growing uh, regions for us right now uh from a uh, you know a percentage point of view
7: that's great thank you
5: congratulations
7: to
1: Thank you, John. I just want to uh, add, uh, you know, lastly on that point that that I would say this is true for most of our markets that we play in. That's, you know, uh, there's still a a big upside on uh, people coming online and getting a smartphone for the first time.
7: That's great. Congratulations to the entire team. Well done, guys.
1: Thank you, John. It was good seeing you the other day.
0: The next question comes
2: from Yen, Yemi Falana with Goldman Sachs. Please go ahead. Good afternoon, Alan, and a couple of questions from me. Uh, firstly, could you maybe talk about the data you've been seeing on usage rates on the back of preloads, though, uh, pre-installations on um, new devices, uh, and then maybe drilling in on the user growth side while it's still likely a small share within the mix, could you talk about kind of the right, where is um, kind of the, the share of paid users within the mix is 5% or so the right ballpark this quarter? And how do you see that ramping up over time? And then maybe finally on the M&A side, clearly you're in a position of strength, but you have been for some time cash on hand. But
3: I'm certain there are more op- opportunities out there that we haven't seen yet or haven't been able to, to look at. No one has pointed them out. We haven't had a chance to scan those markets. Um, so um, it's not that there isn't interesting opportunities out there. Uh, we probably just don't know about about them yet.
1: I think if I may may add to that, um, you know, it's not like the future of our business is depending on us going and acquiring companies. Uh, that, that's not the case. It's uh, uh, we're, we're looking at it from a different perspective. If you can and there are great opportunities, then we should take them. Uh, it's not because we need it in order to show great numbers in the future. I just want to make that clear, since we're getting a lot of questions around companies to acquire and so forth. Um, but o- on your other questions, uh, we're seeing very healthy activation rates on preloads. Uh, close to 50% of shipments are increasing uh, in the coming quarters. Um, and uh, w- what was your second question? Sorry.
2: Apologies. Um, on mute. Um, the second question was just on the user growth side. Obviously, CPMs have been strong, but the um, the user growth is the underlying driver. And you were mentioning that paid user acquisition is becoming a bit more of a factor. So I wanted to know if 5% of kind of user growth from the paid channel was the right ballpark at the moment, and okay. how that would ramp up over time. Uh,
1: I would say it's uh, probably in the right ballpark, somewhere there. Uh, also, want to add, add that when it comes to paid user acquisition that we do, it's uh, the strategy is more towards uh, seeding the markets faster so that we can uh, see a higher exponential. high people download WhatsApp for businesses because they have dual sims on their phones, uh, and that's a, a cool hack that people use in order to have WhatsApp on uh, on both of your sims that you have on the single device. Uh, so that's obviously contributing to to
5: Okay, great, uh, that's all for me. Uh, have a good one. Thank you.
0: This, con- this concludes our question and answer session. I would like to turn the conference back over to Alan Mamedi for any closing remarks.
1: Cool, thank you everyone for listening in. Uh, we're extremely proud of a great quarter. Uh, and given this is our fourth quarterly report that we've uh, delivered since we went public in October last year, uh, we're obviously very, very proud of being able to deliver these kind of numbers. And uh, we're excited about the future and looking forward to uh, see you on our next quarterly report. Thank you.